Previously on Do or Dice. Do you remember Bo, our little blue friend that was with us? I, I do, yes. Right. He died. And that's not the weird part. Uh, his body's gone. Not where we left it. And his body is gone. Mm-hmm. There was a time when dragons flew the sky. Is his body's not where we left him. I'm sorry, what? It, that, see, that was our reaction as well, actually. And as far as we can tell, um, no one came to remove him. Were you in Syndicate operated no. area? Or we were in Marchcrest. Oh dear. His body was gone. Were you in a syndicate-operated house, by any chance? Uh, no, we were in Marchcrest. The next question may sound odd, but did anyone see the body leave? No one could swear to it, but uh, it would point in that direction, based on the reports of some patrons that were in the tavern. Goshen and I were downstairs. We didn't see anyone go up. Um, I mean, no one that was there piqued my interest in any way. There might be a chance, a slim chance, that your friend Bo might have been brought back by his god. Right. Okay. Oh, you are duck. God talk. (laughs) That's an abomination. Why would a god do such a thing? Every religion has their versions of resurrection. Even yours. Yes, but Thom doesn't defile one's flesh. He restores peace and order and creates new. Bo's body moved. You could alternatively read this argument like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. (laughs) (laughs) But mine's right, all right? (laughs) Christianity. (laughs) There are ancient tales that Thom had brought back multiple palatins during the secular war of 500 years ago numerous paladins were killed in a fire and they came out the next day alive so each god has their resurrection stories this is just the first I've heard of Shabnagarath right presumably when gods bring back Mortals, they do so with a purpose, right? They have a purpose for these people, right? Yes. 
Okay. I, I just glance at Goshen. We all have a purpose. What are you saying? I'm curious as to what Zombie Bow's purpose is. Don't say the Z word. Sorry, the Z word. <laughs> I have my concerns. But both seemed like a kind-hearted individual at his core. I I do not know. But there are other followers should Nagarath that I worry about. If they discover that Bo was brought back by Shabnagarath, then it gives a focal point to many souls. We're going to be followed around by the banana god <laughs> people, and then, no, I, I, just just massive row of followers. A thousand younglings or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to have the thousand younglings and, and Goshen's going to have the banana lovers or whatever they're called. <laughs> the the, the um, banana hammocks. That's yeah. <laughs> unless, you know, the actual Monkey King comes and kills Goshen. That's true. Well, their temples are called the banana hammocks. <laughs> Do you have information on what this resurrection would look like? Is this... Is this process something that, for lack of a better term, is pure? Or is he going to come back stained? You must understand that your definition of pure and stained is from a strictly thorn point of view. According to, say, Shibnagarath, she's going to glance over at Goshen, the Monkey King. Every religion has uh, different viewpoints on what is pure and what is stained. While your interpretation may say one thing, others might have a different viewpoint. Uh, you must, as hard as it might be, you might want to start realizing that there are multiple views to this world. And yours is only one of many. You are speaking in references to opinions i am asking why he would have come back is he still a good man is he a good being heretical conjecture aside what would his purpose be i haven't the foggiest idea what his purpose could be he could be the bringer of the end or he could be hope okay i might be leaning more towards I might be leaning more towards not so much hope, but your bow is still in there. You don't realize what they do with the Duro, do you? I don't really know what he is. They're insane for a reason. Are you aware of what mind flares are? Uh, in the stories, yeah. It was uh, also the thing that Talmor saw. Yeah, okay, I wasn't. I, I wanted to do a recap. <laughs> I'm just assuming that I think those are fake. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. They mainly rule the Underdark. 
and many Duro end up being twisted by them, and there are some that are driven insane. They expel those from their clans, and they're forced to live by themselves in exile. Tiaboa was one of them. So he was ruined in the Underdark. Came out of there possessed by something. And then was resurrected by it. This is going to be great. I hate to cut this short, but I have another class coming up in the next few moments. Uh, Do you have any other questions for me? Dragon? Yes. Well, yeah, that's important too, but you said you were creating. Look, some of my best friends were created. I just am curious. As... <laughs> I am 184 years old. I uh, was created as... A last defense if Koma went rogue. Oh, shit. Can I sit in on your defense against the dark arts class? <laughs> <laughs> defense against evil magic class? If, if, by all means, you're more than welcome to. We can get you a rope if you would like. <laughs> Created by whom? There were... Some who did not approve of Koma. There were a few that knew who he was, what he was. And they did not like that a sorcerer from the Southern Kingdom had so much influence as a wizard in the Galen Empire. So they wanted a stopgap in case he went rogue, in case he went too far. Does that mean you're powerful enough to actually contest him? In theory, yes. I have the sum knowledge of every piece of article, every sheet of paper written that is within these walls. What happens if you go rogue? That issue is... I cannot. If I leave my tower... I am but a 13-year-old girl. Well, that's a bitch. Damn, swear jar. <laughs> Damn, again. <Duh. laughs> I was taken from the streets and imbued by rituals. You were what? Oh, that's not where I that's not what I expected. I was similar to you, Ordok. I lived in the streets and I was chosen by the council after I was ill. I'm going to take out my kill list and just write the council. (laughs) (laughs) I was given this. And she's kind of just going to motion around her. I do not hate them for it. In fact, I would have died long ago without them. And you are happy with this decision? It was a decision that you made? At the time, it was not a decision I was aware of. But, given what I know now, 
If it wasn't for me, we would not have the mages we do now. The threat of the planes breaking. The threat of the wall coming down. If it was not me, it would be someone else. I'm going to pull up my book again and underline the council. <laughs> <laughs> they made the decision without Komar's knowledge as he was a council member. And I was bound to this tower, this knowledge residing in me, every word, every pen stroke, every blot of ink I am aware of. But if I leave this tower, I am but thirteen-year-old girl with nothing. Powerful people playing secret games on the backs of homeless children. You would be surprised if you knew how many games were going on. I don't think I would. Do you have any books about Shugnagareth? There are a few. They are more so restricted than some of the other documents in this tower. Okay. Could I read them, and will they do something weird to me if I do? No and yes. Shit. <laughs> Swear jaw. <laughs> Copper. <laughs> Can I... I'll just hold out my tithes box. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Everyone's tithing now. Dragon? Question mark? Sure. Oh. um, Scouts think that they have seen one. I have gone to the top of the tower. Um... I've seen it. They don't quite believe me. Oh, uh, then, again, no one's really asked my opinion. But I'm a 13-year-old girl. What else do you expect? But you're not, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're kind of the... horrifying in a really cute way. Just because I was created by the council does not mean that the councils thereafter have any respect for me. But how many... Are there, is there anyone left on the current council that was involved in that decision? There is one. Who is? Wraith. Oh, that would make this. <laughs> no, no, Wraith is a viceroy. He is not on the uh, council. Okay. He's vying for a council seat. But that means he does. He loses control over the narrows, or over the crowds, but gains control elsewhere. Um, the name of the other individual on the council that was there from the start. The only still living person on the council that hasn't given up their council seat to threats, promises, money, um, is Theral Marbella. He was against my appointment. Right. He was one of the three out of the 13 who were against it. Okay. Did you also just casually say the entire council is corrupt? And did you also just casually confirm that you did in fact see the dragon? My, my dear boy, politics is corruption. Underline. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, the council of 13 were refugees, mainly. Captains... 
You you know the founding, correct? Huh? I don't know. The uh, I grew up in the, the slums. The council originally consisted of the gnome Talix Bocket, who was a governor of this region. Sounds like a gnome. He was. He was a gnome. Yes, yes. Oh, nice. If you go to the Merchant District, his statue is in the center of it. Oh. That's where the original Townstead was. But the original council was made up of him, uh, captains of the mercenaries from the Sea of Ice and the Scattered Isles. Um, captains of those renegades from the Galen Empire, uh, Komar himself, it, it was a, a mishmash of people. Over the course of 200 and odd years, the council now is made up of mainly high-ranking merchants, people who oversee trade in the region. Uh, it's bought by money. Is this a city council? Are uh, you asking out of game or in game? Uh, like out of game, I I was I, I was oh. assuming that this was like um like the like mage council of like people no, deciding the fate no, of no no this is uh so in terms of ironclad ironclad is the districts are ruled by the viceroys the viceroys answer to the regent and then the regent answers to the council the council pretty much oversees all of the shattered empire. Okay. While the so region like oversees Ironclad, so this kind of the, their seat of power. So the um the Triad in East Green uh, East Runewood answers to the council, but has no affiliation with the regent. So this is basically America developing the nuclear bomb, not so much like Council of Mages. Yeah. Okay. The Council of Mages is a whole separate entity that refer that answers to the viceroy of the arcane district which is uh that's debated who is actually in charge of the arcane district gotcha so yeah no that, that so the council oversees everything it goes to viceroy's region yeah the council the council is the, the pretty much yeah in, in charge of everything all right so the, the council is made up of merchants uh Dealers, ship, uh, major trade captains. It is bought and paid for by influence, by money, uh, false promises. I am but one gear in the clockwork. All right. So, Orak, do you have any more questions on that? I don't think so. Just... Uh, we can come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Too many things happening. Um, be wary of the skies, if you would. Yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Did you just casually <laughs> mention that you saw the dragon? Uh, yes, from the topmost of the tower. Which direction was it headed? Right now it seemed like it was nesting in the barren hills. Oh, perfect. Cool. Okay. Thank I you. I mean, he's... Probably just like uh, going to a summer home, right? He's not mad about being locked out of this plane for hundreds of years. Or it's a uh, she laying eggs. Oh, great! <laughs> the Ben Hills were at one point in time dragon territory. Dragons on top, uh, dwarves underneath. It's a grumpy 
area. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> gold yes. there. Let my racism flow. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if you would excuse me, I have my class, but would you mind if I held on to your friend's ashes for a while longer? Yeah, sure. I, it doesn't bother me. No, it's safer with you. If it is what... <laughs> uh, thank you. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a great customer-focused tabletop gaming company specializing in products from gamers, educators, and all other professions. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice as well as a whole inventory of great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to their website and check out their full list of amazing products, and while you're there, add something to your cart, because our listeners are receiving a special 15% off discount code when you enter DDP15 at checkout. That's DDP as in Do or Dice Podcast 15 at checkout to receive 15% off your entire order. So, as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice, and thanks to you guys for listening, and enjoy the rest of the episode. To the people of Agmanesta, hear me. I have been advised by the Holy Order of Thom that new adventuring gear is available to all who may be in need. Wormwood Gaming, founded by a small troop of artisans, has released a series of gaming towers, trays, vaults, and other accessories to ensure that your rolls stay true and any equipment secure from Fey or any other dark influences that stalk the night. If you decide to take up the cause, Use the code DOERDICE at checkout to gain free shipping anywhere within the United States. Hey guys, it's John, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. I just want to take a moment real quick and talk to you guys about Fantasy Grounds. They are a fantastic program you can use in your computer to game with those friends you have that might not be as close as you prefer. If you and your friends can't sit around a table together, Fancy Grands is by far the best alternative to it. The day a module for Dungeons and Dragons drops in your friendly local gaming store, it drops on Fantasy Grounds. And the ease to add your own content is a breeze. Thanks for listening, guys. Now back to the show. Back to Boo. You're on the 16th floor. In pretty much the religion floor. If there was once a god that was worshipped, there's a book up here. What's it like in here? Is it is it a lot quieter than downstairs in terms of? Uh, it's it's massive, but uh, yeah, no, it's you've only seen probably a small handful in the moments you've been up here. Each floor is basically another another library, a large open space with a bookcases maybe about ten to twelve feet tall uh, every couple of feet with a. Ladders on wheels, be able to spin across. Uh, okay, uh, so I'm, I'm not going to ask anyone first. I'm just going to go and see what I can sniff around. Um, I'm going to just sort of look at the shelves, like generally, just to see what's here first. Uh, you see a, a section that has a, a title card over top of it, um, Religion of Thom, but the entire case is empty. Um, various other deities... Uh, uh, a few names that kind of stick out: Ishtar, Mab, 
I wish I had more. I could just keep going. But I, I, various, various deities. I mean, if you know, like I said, if someone was ever worshipped, there's a book here about them. Um, Talos. Wait a second. <laughs> is it in like alphabetical order? Do I realize, or or is it? Um... Oh dear God, no! It's um, mainly the ones that are up close are the more pronounced religions because pff, the ones in the back don't really give a shit about it anymore. All oh, right, okay. Um, I'm gonna go to the kind of. Uh, is there a section that looks kind of tattier, kind of as if like no one's really been there for ever? So towards the back, kind of off to one of the sides, there's like a, a it's still a well-lit area, but it just seems darker in general. Um, some of the books have a weirder musk kind of oh, smell lovely. to them. Uh, yeah, not quite leather. Well, it is leather. You're just not quite sure what animal it came from. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go and, and just to sort of finger through those ones in that area and see what's what's there. If there's anything that sort of piques my interest about dead things or um, Shabnigarath, I guess. So you, you come across a, a couple of kind of old religions with undead, kind of dark, kind of grim tales. Uh, Nivrol, Westjas, Offlux. You, you see a couple of books by this guy uh, dealing mainly with necromancy. I, I'm going to pick them up and have a and sort of. Have I got a library card? <laughs> no, not yet. Can I? Okay, I'm going to pick them up at least to start with. I mean, I'm going to go. Is is there an assistant in this place? Oh, there is. Haste a little bit to find them. They're kind of off towards the front. You can see they're kind of rearranging the thumb section, trying to see what the hell's going on. They look a little quizzical. So, first one, I'm going to say hello, people. Oh, hi. Um, my name's Bo. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Martha. Um, hello, Martha. I would like to take these books away. Can I borrow them? And also, I'd like to ask you some questions. Uh, let's, let's bring you to the desk and see if these I'm are... I'm not a student or anything. Uh, oh, the, the library is open to the public. Anyone oh, that's can check nice. them out. Uh, we just have to make sure that these... The books on religion are a little more guarded than some of the other ones. So I have to see if these are available for... Okay, thank you. You said you had some questions? And she's going to take the books from you and kind of just start scanning through them quickly. Yeah, firstly, I, I was looking specifically for a book on um, a god called Shabnigarath. Have you ever heard of him? Or have you seen any books about him, do you think? Um, I, I have, yes. The, uh, uh, the librarian has place some books some tomes under restricted procedures uh everything under shabnagarath was restricted as of six days ago i believe well, that's interesting when you say restricted what does that mean does what are the restrictions um only professors teachers and those studying religion of the higher order are allowed to view those manuscripts and tomes. Mm, I see. Do you think, what about people who maybe study about Shabnigarath like a, on a deeper level? Do you think they might be able to? Um, that would have to be a question for our librarian. 
Okay, where is the librarian? Um, Madame Quinlan is teaching a class, I believe. Right. What if I just show you something real quick? She looks a little quizzical. What are you going to do to this poor woman, Bo? So, I'm going to, like, drop my mirage of what I look like to everyone, as in, like, a fresh walking around Bo, and, like, just kind of dissolve. It's going to kind of dissolve, and I'm going to be this kind of rotting corpse in front of her, and I'm going to say, what about if you just let me borrow this book here? Throw me intimidation. <laughs> I'd say with advantage. <laughs> uh, it's a 14. 14. Which is not that scary, really, considering. Well, I mean, it depends on who you are. Uh, she's going to basically pass out and kind of smack her head on the table on the way down. Yikes. So does that mean there's no one else really in this room? Right now, you can't see anybody around. Can, is is there a, a drawer with like a you know like a, with the little reference cards? There is. Okay, can I go through the reference cards then and see if I can find anything about Shabnigarath? You see, everything regarding Shubby is in in the restricted section. Yeah, so can I sort of finger through the restricted? Uh, and it, it, mm-hmm. she said it was six days ago, right? So I assume the cards would probably yes. be near the front. So I. Yeah, I'm going to look there. Yeah, they they are actually. You, you find uh, probably about six or seven cards in reference to Shabnagarath. Okay, I'm going to take those um, cards and I'm going to keep them for myself, for starters, mm-hmm. so there's no records of the books even existing, and then I'm going to go and look for them. Is it? Can I just walk into the restricted section, or is it? Um, oh, roll me a history check. Okay. That's a 17. Oh shit! You remember back the you actually have been on this floor before. You've been to the restricted section. It's where the guardian took you when you were first here and showed 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 you the tombs. Oh okay, uh, showed you the tomes. Cool. So you know that she did lock it behind her. Okay. Um. So I, I, can I rifle for her pockets? Yes. And see what she's got. She's got a set of keys. Okay, I'm gonna take them. Uh. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go to the restricted section and let myself in. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. take the books that I've got the reference cards for and then I'm going to uh-huh. burn and then I'm going to take my lantern with the goat's head flame and I'm going to put the reference cards in there and burn them in my lantern. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Dura Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast, or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on doerdicepodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, and please leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you next week. Same dice time, same dice channel.